This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and this is my impression of a famous person with amnesia. Do you know who I am? Thank you. I'm sure someone already has that joke. It's, uh, it's I like it. Though. I like it. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandy Posey and stars. They're just like us. Gaseous and constantly hurtling towards self-destruction. <laughs> yes. I'm Tess Barker. And no, you get off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big a show for everyone that's the fucking best come on baby it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies ladies and ladies ladies and ladies hey welcome to the show everybody Woo-hoo! another another banger show for you mm-hmm. we're very excited um First, some announcements. Today's guest is Ashley Ray, who I am actually hosting a show with now in Los Angeles. It's at the Airliner. It's the second Thursday of every month. That means if you're listening to this today on October 13th, you can come tomorrow, October 14th, to the show. So just find us, uh, find our, you know, whatever. You can find us online and find the links and stuff. We have Lori Kilmartin headlining tomorrow, and it's a really cute bar, really nice, fancy cocktails, good for a date night. And yeah, come hang out with us. Super there. cute place. Is it just live or are you guys doing live streams? We're just going to do it live because the, the live stream was a little funky. But yeah, so only in LA exclusive. Wow. Get your ass there. <laughs> Second Thursdays. Check them out. And then also come see us on the our next one is the first Sunday of uh, November. Um, I will be out of town, but Babs and Tess are going to be hosting that one. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm so uh, excited. I'm, I'll be yeah. coming straight from Oregon for that. And I'm bringing my suitcase to the show. Wow. wow, that's how committed I am to bringing you people Straight from comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be November seventh. You can get tickets to that at tinyurl.com slash lady to lady live. And if you're oh, in yeah. the if you're in the eight oh five, first of all, shout out to you. But second of all, come see me do stand up at Night Lizard Brewing Company this Saturday, ten sixteen. I'm very excited to be doing comedy in Santa Barbara. Ooh, come on out hell yeah and uh i've got a big old tour big old three-week tour it's happening at the end of october um i'm going to be going through austin texas gainesville florida Asheville, north carolina louisville kentucky chicago illinois minneapolis minnesota lincoln nebraska omaha nebraska sioux falls south dakota fort collins colorado and denver colorado all dates and details are on brandyposy.com there aren't ticket links for all those shows yet uh they are coming but um put the date in your calendar and then you know We'll work it out day of or whatever. But come see me. I would love meeting people on the road and I'll bring some cool, weird merch with me and stuff too. Yes, it's, you know, we're so glad that live shows are getting back and it means so much to us when you come out and support us and we get to meet you in person. So if you have a chance to come out, 
please come out and uh, either see us in LA or check out Brandy on the Road. We we love to meet you. We guys. can take selfies. Yes. Oh my God, take selfies. We just it's it's great. Sometimes people come up and be like, "I'm the person who left this lady problem," and you're like, "Holy shit!" Cool. And it's just it's yeah. a good yeah. time. Yeah, we like we get jazz meeting you guys too because like we're lucky. Our fan base is so funny. Your voicemails crack us up all the time, and we're just like, "Man, you guys are cool." We like hanging out with you too. So <laughs> come say hi. <laughs> it's a good it's a good crew. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, let's get to our episode this Shall week. Shall we? Like I said, her name is Ashley Ray. She's Super funny TV writer and comedian. She is an incredible TV critic. I don't even know if a critic is the right word anymore, but TV writer? a TV connoisseur. connoisseur. She writes about TV. Um, she has a podcast called TV, I Say. And you've seen her in the New York Times, Vulture, and The Cut. You've seen her on HBO Max. So please enjoy our convo and hang sesh with Ashley Ray. I know. Well, we just, no big deal, but we just were in a BC Boys cover band. And uh, <laughs> I we love had that. To, it was honestly really fun. My yes, first cover band fun. experience. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is why you would be on a cover band because it's awesome because yeah. you immediately have the audience on your side. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I have ideas for so many cover bands, but they're like all girl cover bands. Like I want to do like a Blink-182 cover band that's like Pink-182. Mm-hmm. Oh, or my like, yes. Yeah. Or like an all girl Weezer cover band that's like the Pink album. Just very. Yes. <laughs> just I love pink, it. Just with Pink. In just it. like with, yeah. Or yeah. just it's all like Pink Weezer mashups. I think that could be fun, too. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. That's great. <laughs> wow. Um, so what about, you. would you throw in a couple, I'm sorry, but I just need to ask, would you throw in a couple pink songs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah. I think people would want that and they wouldn't yeah. be expecting it. And they'd be like, Oh, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's how you elevate it above another level above all the other Weezer cover bands yeah. that exist for sure. I, pink has some hits also. I, yeah, I, yes. I just want to share my appreciation for the song. So what I like had a horrible, like hookup with someone over the summer and then I just like jammed that on the walk home and was like, you're right. So what? Uh, I'm a rock star. Pink is yes. right. So that's a really funny song because it, it like so I do this thing on road trips sometimes. Highly recommend where you dry you play a song and then you look at everyone else driving. You pretend that's the song they're listening to. Oh. And I will say so what by Pink is the best version of that. Because if you just get like an old man driving alone looking like really wistful and thinking that he's yeah. like, yeah, so what? I'm still a rock star. Like, it really, it's a perfect combo. Yeah. It's also like a hype song that really only applies to Pink. <laughs> I'm not a rock star and I don't have my rock band. But that's but, the beauty you know, of Pink I is still she kind of is like whatever. generous about her pinkness. Yeah. We can she all invites be you in. Actually, yeah. none of us can be yeah. Pink. A lot of people say that that, yeah, a lot of people say that that part of her career is misunderstood. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. No, never I'm so apologize. Sorry. Never apologize. It's perfect. That, you know, that gave, that made me, that had made me one in the pink. What? Never mind. I was gonna say it's real. I was gonna steal real two in the stink kind of pun. You know, <laughs> there, there it is. We got there. There, we got there. there. there we go. Make any there sense at all? Oh Good lord. Well, shout out Ashley and I have. Uh, I'll I'll talk about this in the intro too. But we started a show together at um airliner the airliner in L.A. and. I was really excited to do it because we have a shared love of the show Bar Rescue. 
Oh, uh, yes. and it has been on Bar Rescue before, so I feel like we really landed like in the right place. Um, I have a question: Have yeah. they maintained a lot of the elements that uh, Mr. Tapper put <laughs> oh. into the bar? Like, what is okay? Absolutely <laughs> none. Uh, absolutely none. And th- in fact, like I guess after Bar Rescue, that guy like sold it to new owners, and the new owners hate oh, wow. if you oh, yeah. the Bar Rescue thing. <laughs> Which, of course, like, our first show, we were just like, Yeah, we were just talking about, we're, like, talking about it so much, and they were like, you know we're not the same owners. And we're like, we know. We're just fucking, we're like, we're comedians. We're just fucking around. I mean, I would like some kind of a, I think all places where a reality show helped should have some kind of a plaque. A plaque, something. Yes. People want to know these things. Absolutely. Yes. He did start doing, yeah, he started putting plaques into his show. But, like, no, it is a very nice bar. There is yeah, no way he no. came near this place. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if, you, if you're if you a real bar rescue head, you know that, like, John uses the same, like, four interior designers. He's like, this is a football one, throw in a football. Or he's like, this is a business class place, make it all, like, ice and glass. <laughs> exactly. I, and this place actually looks nice. Right. So you know it's yeah. not John Tapper. Do they have a blue dress? drink mm. is my question because that feels like a very john tapper move is to like add a blue drink to the menu <laughs> you know you know what they do have like a ton of really nice cocktails i wow. bet there's a blue one in there so wait, Babs, was it is. you yeah. that i was yes. recently talking about with blue drinks yeah because we're both really anti right i'm not anti blue drink oh okay but you said that you were anti because you had to help a friend throw up yeah and which- then uh, and it happened like 15 years ago in huntington beach <laughs> There is a night in That's Huntington Beach, home, of the, home of the blue drink. I went out in style, yes. but I yeah. wasn't even the one drinking the blue drink. I was the bitch holding the ponytail. And right. because mm-hmm. of that, I simply cannot. Yeah. I like there's nothing. Was it? It was an adios motherfucker, right? It had to be because that's yeah. like the, that's the, the only blue one, drink. right? Yeah. That's the blue drink. It's like a Long Island. There's it, a hurricane. Oh, is it a hurricane blue? Right. Yeah, that probably is blue, mm. too. Yeah, I thought, I so. but I guess hurricanes can be red. I, I, I haven't even thought about color. the drink. Hur- I, I haven't thought about that drink for a very long time. Anyway, it's a great, it's a really cool spot, though. Yeah, it used to be a really great, like, old punk venue that, like, dirty, grody bands used to play there all the time, and then they fixed it up, and now it's got, like, it's still got that kind of, like, energy, but now it's, like, a, a zhuzhed up, like, nice, like, comedy yes. venue, too. Yeah, cool. it's, like, upstairs is really nice. Mm-hmm. They have some good, yeah, good food. The- yeah. You know, just just again, way better <laughs> no, than anything gorgeous. John Taffer could yeah. put together. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. John Taffer taught me the term, and I don't know if if the other ladies will know this. Butt funnel. Uh, do you do you oh, know what? this, Ashley? Oh, oh, oh yes, oh yes. It's funnel or tunnel? Oh yeah, John. Is it funnel? Butt it's butt funnel, funnel right? Okay, okay. Yes, it's the butt funnel. It's like when he puts like two tables like kind of close to each other so that like when you pass, you either have to like rub your butts against each other or you your, know, your butts or your fronts. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like your butts are it's like a whole like air uh, airplane seat situation. Is and he he's pro like, or he's pro. He's pro. He, he's like this is what gets the sexiness in the dance club. Like any bar where there's a dance club, he's like butt funnels you gotta put butt funnels <laughs> around the dance floor so that like and he's like the men love this they're like forced to squeeze past the girl yeah and, it, like, and it, like they'll recreate it for you and they'll show two people like and then they like eye each other because they just you know <laughs> yeah they're forced through the butt funnel oh, together oh my god a butt funnel yeah. reenactment <laughs> is, yeah 
a like, grim situation. You guys, my world is being rocked right now that this thing that my entire life I thought was an accident is by design. It's by the design. By it's design. on purpose? Yes, it's like the butt wow. funnel of love. Like he's like, this is what gets people like they're drinking I and then they're squeezing a, through and yes, then it's like I a story. I have a thousand percent been fingered because of a butt funnel. I'm positive. Ah! Like no question. Yeah. That has been yeah. a direct yeah. result. Yeah, it's kind of a wild. Um... Wow. Yeah, he's he's a visionary that John Taffer. He is it does he like measure the butt funnel with the with his neck like that is the length of one i think butt it's funnel. three i think three necks the... three taffer necks yeah three i think necks. it's three taffer necks is how okay. we measure that one perfect uh... man yeah has anybody ever done like there should be a tour that just goes to like a comedy tour that just goes to bar rescue bars oh that would be so them. fun yeah that is my favorite part of because yeah. i love like kitchen nightmares and stuff too and my number, I guess this yeah. is maybe my favorite part of any reality show, but is looking up it up afterwards. Like, I love to be like, all right, what happened? Are they around still? And like, oh, especially yeah. after like, you know, reality TV now and you're like, what the fuck happened to these people? Like, where are they? Mm -hmm. I yeah. watch all of Love Island. And I fucking still haven't. I need to look everyone up. Shit. And see, I remember like one couple, they were like one of the last ones to they almost won, you know? I read that afterwards she just ghosted him <laughs> I was like that's Aww, amazing that's incredible they spent like three, yeah. three months like together if I was on any reality show that's what I would do I would just be like and I won and I got the money and bye yes I don't actually no. want to speak to you yeah, like, <laughs> off what? camera now I'll no. say like Ashley is you know an amazing like TV writer and a, a reality TV connoisseur I would say I love that hmm <laughs> I guess. Uh, I I study mostly 90 Day Fiance is okay. my sort of Your expertise. Okay. Uh, okay. I actually, this summer, I like got invited to go to this like documentary film festival in Missouri. And it was like people who were like, oh, we studied like women teaching English in the middle of the desert. Oh, this documentary is about like people who are saving water all over the world. And then they had me come and do an entire panel just on 90 Day Fiance. What? You're living the dream. You yeah, are was, living the dream. It was amazing. And like, I thought all these like serious documentary people would be like, this is not art. And they all were just like, 90 Day Fiance is one of the best like documentary experiences on TV right now. Wait, can you give wow. us a, like some of the top line points from that talk? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, there. I, I actually, if you go to like truefalsefilmfest.com or something, I wrote like an entire like 3000 word essay on it and like memoriam <laughs> book about 90 Day Fiance. But it basically is just that like after sort of the height of the Kardashians and the Trump era of reality TV, you see like this cultural shift of people being like, I don't want reality TV that's clearly manufactured and is about people who are pretending, who aren't really as rich as they seem to be. I want real reality TV. And TLC kind of slid into that slot perfectly because technically it's all educational. It is a learning channel. Okay? <laughs> right. Okay. You're, you're learning something. That's yeah, sure. you're Dr. Primble Popper, Night Day Fiance. You're learning. Smothered. Oh, Dr. Pimple Popper. I can't. How? Uh, it's, oh, I can't watch it. I just... 
Mm-hmm. And like, I, I can watch hoarders and eat food at the same time. Like I can get a plate of spaghetti and just be like, yes, find that dead cat in the house. And I, but Dr. Pimple Popper, I can't look at it. I can't think about it. It's so I just gross. like, how are there, how is there more than one episode of that show? It's like, all right. Because our health, our healthcare system is broken. That's yes. but like I yeah, popped a pimple. Like, right. what else do you want? Well, because like if you're, Whoa, if that it does more it than for just... you, if that does it for you, you want that like on the weekend. Oh, oh yeah, like yeah, for yeah, some yeah. people, that's really satisfying. And actually, for me, like it's weird because I actually do find satisfaction in like blisters and ingrown hairs, and I like popping shit on myself. No, I think on ourselves. But, like, that's one someone thing. Someone else, yeah. but someone yeah. else, no. Yeah, and it's like I, it's not even yeah. it's so beyond like pimples now. Like she'll just oh. be like, this person has like a full cyst on their head, uh. just, and it's like, oh, yeah. But God. like Doctor Cyst yeah. Popper doesn't sound as good, so it's, it doesn't. It doesn't have <laughs> no. a ring to it. But no, like I, that's like the version of reality TV that I love. Like I like real people who are making mm-hmm. really bad decisions about their life in real time. Uh, like Night Day Fiance, you know, or Smothered. And a lot of people, like, like, they're more of the, like, Real Housewives, like, Love Island. And that's the, like, I've, I just started watching Real Housewives, like, this year. Because a friend I stayed with. Oh, she made me watch the one. <laughs> literally like a friend made me start watching beverly hills i want to say beverly okay, hills great great <laughs> yeah it was lisa renna yeah that's beverly hills I, I, and then i found out today that i did not know who lisa vanderbilt was at all and i thought she was lisa renna and i yeah i just i just it's like i've been introduced lisa renna is like people. i i sort of know who she is in the world of celebrity whatever and i and then I like started watching a little bit of that one and I was like, wait, she's like around? Like I thought that she was just someone who yeah. maybe existed like 15 years ago <laughs> and I didn't. There's like, yeah, like my mom watches The Young and the Restless and there's a lady from that show on Real Housewives and I was just like, what? Like, why Why are you so on weird. this? Don't you get paid enough making TV every single day? Yeah. <laughs> you know what always sticks with me? I had a friend who was on a soap opera and he told me, that he had to pack his own sack lunch every day and that every day the soap stars go sit in a room and they eat their sack lunches. So I don't think soap stars make that much money. I think it's like a separate pay scale or something. I could understand that. I'm sure there's like some sort of like old Hollywood rate when they made these shows in the 1950s that like screwed over actors for forever. They were like a daily soap opera person only needs 50 cents a day. What could they need? The median salary of a soap opera is $53,000 a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know exactly how, but that's really not a lot for of every day. No, for that. I mean, job. I guess. Yeah. Okay, but like, yeah. weird. I see the appeal though too, because like it is so stable. Right. Like it's probably one of the most stable You're acting jobs it. you yeah. could have. Like yeah. some of these ladies been here for like thirty years, nine to five yeah. every day, Monday to totally. Friday. Yeah, I mean uh, the the like the girl who is on Real Housewives. My mom actually named me after her character in The Young and the Restless, <laughs> uh, Ashley Abbott. And she like the day I was born, she came back to the show and my mom was like, this is a sign. I need to name my daughter Ashley. And then I start watching like Real Housewives and I'm like, holy shit, she's still going. She's still on the show. And now she's on Real Housewives. There we go. It's amazing. I do not know her real name, but I do know when I watch Real Housewives, I just call her Ashley Abbott because I don't know her actual name. 
it's amazing. What is smothered? I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> oh my god, it's disgusting. It's it's basically about mother daughters who have really inappropriately close relationships. <laughs> oh, wow. That is just called smothered. Yeah. That's great. And it's yeah, I'm sure, it's like, I'm sure the reality show is yeah. helping too. <laughs> oh, of course. It's like wow. one girl and her mom dress the same, have the same haircut. And then, like, the daughter got married and the husband is just like, hey, could we ever make a decision without your mother? It's a little creepy. Uh, One mother-daughter, they wax each other. Like, they give each other Brazilians. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they share bathwater. Ah! That's worse! That's worse! Yeah, like, the mom will take a bath and then they'll just, like, reheat it and the daughter will take a bath. No, that's a molest. That's a molest. That's That's not... No, you molest molest your child. And then they will literally wax each other and, yeah, it's... One of, like, two of them got breast consultations together because the mother was like, my daughter's boobs are perfect. I want hers, so I brought her in. It's, like, very uncomfortable. Where did they find... That's such a random, like... Other ones I can see where it's like, hey, are you, like, dating someone who lives in another country? Come on the show. But how did they find people for this where they're like, Do you love your mom too much? Does your mom (laughs) love your tits and wants them? Like, come on our TV show. Yeah. And then they spun that off into, like, Mama's Boy, which is, like, the Uh mom-son version of it, which is... Not as disgusting, so it's actually really boring because it's right. mostly just moms who are like, I love my little boy, right, and I think just... his wife is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not, like, waxing each other and, like, sharing vibrators. I will say, so... Oh, my God. I, there's this... What? I just have to... If you do ever watch the show, there's this one couple where the daughter is a lesbian and is dating a woman who looks just like her mother, and it is the most insane thing in the world. <laughs> just want to... Just want to say, and then the mom is like teaching her, like, "Oh, I use this vibrator. You should try the. I got her this one, and I let her use my. And it was just they oh, shared that, and it was gross. I just no, 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 no. It's a lot no, of issues. No. There's a lot of issues there. I like that there's just a massive genre of reality TV that's like, well, my life could be worse. Like that's yeah. just what it feels like. <laughs> that's all TLC is, and that's yeah. why I love their programming. <laughs> yeah, I will yeah, say yeah. the related. This is weird. Whatever. Maybe I brought this up before, but um, sharing the bathwater thing. I had a joke where I referenced, like, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, that term. Mm -hmm. And I looked up, like, where it was from. And it's because back in the day when you could only heat up, like, one thing of hot water for the whole house, you know, you would all bathe in it. So the man, so this, it would go in a certain order. The man of the house would go first. The rest of of the men of the house would go then the woman of the house, then the children, and then the baby would go last. And the thing was that maybe your bathwater was so dirty at that point that you would forget your baby was in it and then you would throw it out. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, I feel, but I just feel like in terms of cleanliness, it would make sense to go the other way. Like babies, babies first, clean. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, cause other like, yeah, I just think that I was like, well, Okay, this was obviously probably before, like, you know, people were really having abortions. So I think this was just their way of being like, whoops, yeah. whoopsie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see you later, kid. Oh, no. Seventh one out this. the door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. that's a, Oh, man. Honestly, 
at that point, being in that water, you're probably doing the baby a favor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. I mean, bath water no, is gross. I would not share bath yes. water with my husband. Yeah. Absolutely not. Oh, Absolutely I do think not. It's, I do think it's weird you're more weirded out by that than like the mother like waxing her own daughter. Like I that don't know to me why like... that's less weird to me because I think it's so clinic. <laughs> it's deeply, upsetting. I think it can be clinical in some way because like you know I'll go exactly. get waxed by someone. I, that can be like all right, this is just like a job. Yes, a stranger should be <laughs> stranger. the only person who does that. Ash, only that. Ash, Ashley, all of it's upsetting. Everything yes. that you have said is upsetting. Please let me preface None this by it saying good. it's all horrific. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. All of it is bad. I was just like, I can't. And then they tried, like, the, they have a son and he has a girlfriend and they tried to convince the girlfriend to let the mom wax her. And the girlfriend was just like, no. <laughs> No, that's a that's a so boundary. do you think this is re- like because like you said, you know, you like reality shows that are real. But I do feel like a lot of times in nine day fiance, like I've read stuff where they're like, well, that was fake. That was fake. So like, what do you think is the, you know? Oh. Yes. I mean, there are fake couples and you can tell when there's a fake couple on the show. And I think the producers throughout the years have gotten a lot better at weeding them out. Uh, like Brittany and Yazan, who were on 90 day fiance the other way season one. Uh just in the 90 Day Fiance the entire universe. If you've never watched, I wrote a guide on Vulture, uh, your guide to the 90 Day Fiance universe. But like they were in season one of The Other Way and you could tell Britney was this girl who was just like, I want to be a model and a rapper. And so I'm dating this guy. And it was just like so clear they yeah. didn't have a real relationship. Right, it was all just right. kind of BS. Do, Ashley, so, do, you know, do you know that Barbara almost got on 90 Day Fiance? No, I, did. I didn't know this. <laughs> what? I was like talking with a guy who <laughs> lived in Israel, I think. It was a long time ago. But um no, we were talking and I straight up was like, we should try to go on 90 Day Fiance and I contacted them and the producers like I called me, but he was too shy. It would have been so good. It would have been <laughs> yeah. one for the ages. It would have been legit. They, I mean, we did like each other legitimately. I obviously never They <laughs> love those kinds when it's like like and because there are the couples where it's like, we've been together for 10 years and finally we're moving together. And it's like, okay, who cares? Romance. Don't need it. Right. Like, fine. And then there's the people who you can clearly tell are like, yeah, we've been talking online and on the phone for a while. And we thought, why not give it a shot? And a visa is the only way if we get married to do it. So let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely like, and now I'm on their mailing list. And they're always like, are you dating someone who lives in another country? Like, so... See, that's I, how they get the smothered people, by the way, in an answer to your yes, question. Yes. They develop these email lists. They have a network of people who are willing to go on TV and do anything. And ba-boom, the rest is history. Ba-boom. Ba-ba-boom. That's it. That's 100% exactly. how it works. All right. We're going to take oh. a quick break and we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. Here we're that. I'm Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. Hey. Okay, let's um play a little. Let's let's uh do some MySpace quiz time. Fuck Gonna yeah. roll oh, the music. Yeah. God, I love MySpace quiz. I know. Wow, I'm really kind of shocked that MySpace quizzes haven't like, I didn't think MySpace would come back, but you would think quizzes would somehow. I well, think that they will and they should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Facebook will do it. Yeah. Yeah. So Instagram, Instagram would figure it out. Yeah. I just written a lot of quizzes and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Right. <laughs> they're really annoying to write. Like But I feel like these are like not these are just open ended, like dumb questions. Yeah, like these so. the mice. Yeah. Oh my god. Ashes over fly. there killing. Nice. Sorry. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the MySpace quizzes were always just like, what's your favorite color? Oh, that's true. You repost it with your answer. Like, I'm thinking of the later iteration, the BuzzFeed quiz. Right. Yeah. Like, that those, like takes those, some actual shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that actually requires like brain cells to be like yeah. Wow, when you're watching Emily in Paris, how do you feel about the color orange? <laughs> Man, BuzzFeed really like, and I know it's still around, but it really had a hold on everything. Like, oh, yes. It did, for yeah. a solid for few sure. years. And people now don't understand. No. Like, I have an 18 and 19 year old niece, and I was like joking about BuzzFeed, and they were just like, yeah, I sometimes see that. Who cares? And I'm just like, no, no, like, it was, it was a, a co- thing. Like, Everyone, that was how you knew everything was Buzz. Like and BuzzFeed was the thing. Yeah, and like, yeah. and there were just all everyone was just getting paid fifty bucks to go like eat weird shit on t- you know whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, glory days. And it Our like friend. revolutionized yeah. the media landscape. Like I remember, I was like, because I was work like writing. I was working at MTV and during the BuzzFeed time. And it was mm-hmm. like all of a sudden, I went from being able to write like long articles to just like. Please only submit things that are lists from one to thirteen. <laughs> yep, listicles, <laughs> video content, yes. quizzes. Yeah, but the MySpace quiz—I feel like that is—that was just like you copy and pasted it into your bulletin. You went mm-hmm. through. Do I have a tattoo? Yes. Want to tell the story about it? Don't really want to go into it. You know, totally. it was just so like, oh, it was just so free flowing and fun. Well, okay. actually, you're think- about to take one. So okay, yeah. I, yes. yes. So, Ashley, number one, well, what is your favorite color? <laughs> right now, because fall is here, I like to go with an oxblood. Ooh. Wait, this is yeah. really maybe ditzy, but what's what color is that? It's like a kind of deep maroonish oh, red. It's like it's a the... blackish maroon red. Ooh, I see. Tra- yeah. That is the yeah. Tr- traditional Doc Martin is a yes. okay. That is yes, the color. Tra- yeah, that color exactly. Yeah, that feels like a very fall color to me. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. It's like a very dark, like a dark, yeah, like a leaf, like a dark red leaf or something. I like yeah, that like color. My favorite color changes. That's a nice yeah. color for a lipstick. I it am is. Mm-hmm. I have, I have literally in my bag, I have it right now. I Orange is my favorite color right now. And I have lots of orange, lots Aww. of orange, like accents Aww. everywhere. <laughs> I love that. Um. Okay. Do you have a crush on someone? 
Yes. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Gross. Ew. Yeah. Oh, no. How fun. It sucks. Ew. Crushes are, they're so fun, but they're so horrible at the same time. They're a lot of work. I just, yeah, it's like I constantly want someone to throw me off a bridge. Uh, I want to be murdered every time I text them or, like, I think about them and smile. I hate it. It's gross. I, I want, like, I just, anytime I text them, I'm like, I'm an idiot. Like, they'll just ask me the most simple question, like, hey, what time's that show tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, seven, I'm stupid. <laughs> there's n- there's like, nothing that makes you feel less like an adult than having a crush. Like Having it- a crush. It's <laughs> It should probably be illegal, honestly, if we're talking. Like, I don't know. It's just. Well, you know what? With the world, the way the world's going, it's going to be. Because yeah. the yeah, thought police. Next. Exactly. Are yeah. out there. Coming- Cancel culture is canceling crushes. <laughs> They're coming for your that's crush. Like a, that's a 13-year-old Republican. I, this, yeah. That's their radio show. Just say, cancel quadruples, cancel and crushes. Nobody has crushes. Yeah, nobody, they say that I'm not allowed to give a girl a note that says, do you like me? Yes or no? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. And Sometimes the binary of crushes. You could just go back to that method because it's so simple. Yeah. Just have oh, a yeah. friend, have a like friend yes pass no? a note. Yeah. Because now it has to be this whole, like, we're cool adults. Like, <laughs> you don't need to tell me. Like, let's just get to know each other. And, well, like, hopefully a year from now be living together or something. I don't know. I have to <laughs> say, just, like, <laughs> I, I did employ pretty much the do you like me, yes or no, for most of my <laughs> dating years. And I don't did think it, I did you do that with Adam? I don't think I was super far away from that. No, because I didn't. I didn't. I already knew the answer. But I will Ooh. say Barbara did ask him to be her boyfriend on a live TV tape. <laughs> oh. Wait, which TV tape <laughs> that? That's, that's the way to do it. I maybe, yeah. I have a show tomorrow that's like a big show, and maybe he's gonna this guy like this person's going with me, and maybe I should just be like Do it. Hey. Just, just unveil on a giant you should just of... unveil a giant do you like me, yes or no? Yeah, in front of John Levitt <laughs> and BJ Novak. Yes. Just like, hey. <laughs> it's BJ Novak, isn't it? It's BJ Novak. That's it's BJ way. Novak is my crush. I did. I was obsessed with him, and this was like back when Live Journal still existed. And yes, of course. I made a BJ Novak fan group on Live okay. Journal. Okay. Do you want to know what's more embarrassing? I had a Michael Ian Black fan group <laughs> okay, on that, my you're right, Ashley. That is more embarrassing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love the state. I thought he was so cute in Stella. And now he's like this so like worse. weirdo. Yeah. He's he such a like, dick. Yeah, he's such a he's dick. He's just like that guy. It sucks yeah. that you can't. But, you know, I think it's nice that you have like this period of youth where you don't realize that that guy is that yeah. guy. Before you meet your heroes and you're just like, he's so funny. He's the cute one in the state and Stella. <laughs> and then now, ha David Wayne is the hot one. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How the tides have turned. Yeah. Who knew that was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, did you, do you, or did you get into trouble a lot at school? Oh yeah. All the time. <laughs> I, <laughs> I yeah, I used to like I was a troublemaker. I remember my like middle school principal brought me in one day and was like, Ashley, you're at a point in your life where you're building your reputation and the, you're building <laughs> the building blocks of your reputation matter. And right now I feel like you're using bricks that are gonna crumble. And I was just like <laughs> What Shut is up, such bitch. an intense metaphor? 
right? She's like, you're using bricks that are going to crumble. And the reason she said this to me was because I liked the Grateful Dead and Fish. And I would go to fish shows with like upperclassmen, which is another problem. Yes. But I was like wearing tie dye pants to school and was like, I have a corduroy bag. Like I am such a hippie. I love fish. And she was like, you're a pothead. Oh man, that sounds like her marriage is falling apart and that she's yeah, taking it out on a child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just remember like I went home and told my mom, like I would get in trouble a lot, but I had an amazing mom who always had my back and I would just like go tell my mom and be like, Mrs. G said that I sucked and that like I had bad reputation and my mom would just go in and be like, you're racist. You're saying this because she's the only black girl in Hell the class. Yeah. Fuck you guys. She's going to wear yeah. tie-dye pants if she wants to. And I was just like, thanks, mom. That's amazing. Dude, thanks. What was the deal with high school being like such up everyone's ass about what they were wearing? Right? Like, leave like, like, who the cares? fuck alone. Like, go- I feel like that was such a battle with so many people. Yes. Mm. And like, it was, yeah. My sister and I both, we went to the same high school and we both got slut shamed so bad in high school. Like, so bad. Like, I got in trouble so much because maybe a little bit of my stomach was showing, bitch, it's fucking 1999. The only <laughs> shit I can buy it shows my stomach. What do you, yeah, what do you want us to do? Go to the mall. This is all that's available. Yeah. (laughs) Take a look around. Early 2000s fashion. It was low rise jeans and crop shirts. Yeah. 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 We were talking about uh, whale tail the other day and like they're building whale tail into pants. It's like. (laughs) I saw that at a thing. And here's the thing, though. I considered buying the pants for a solid five (laughs) seconds. I was like. That could look cute. And then I was like, no, what am I doing? It's just a denim whale tail built into well, your hands. And it's like, it's not true whale tail if it's not the thong, right? Okay, it's yeah, kind of like, exactly. Because yeah. I, yeah. I was picturing, you know how like sometimes they'll make those pants where they build in the boxers to make it look like someone's sagging? It's kind of, yes, I was picturing It's kind of like that. Okay. Like they have the, somewhere it's denim. They have somewhere it is like a lace thing that comes out or like a fabric. It, yeah, it's. I, you know, I say we struggled with real thongs and those shitty pants. Yes, and we did. This new generation should have to do it too. That's how I Absolutely. feel too. That's how I feel too. And like also the thongs that you bought at these stores, they went the opposite direction. So while the pants were like as low as could be, your thong yes. would be your up th- towards your armpits. <laughs> your armpits would just like, <laughs> yeah, like mid-stomach high-rise thong and you'd just be like, this is the look. And you'd just be like, at least my ass crack has fabric over it. You would just yeah. be like, at least. And there's that. And, and you're like Victoria's Secret pink thong, most likely. <laughs> and then also this was the time when they rev- they had the camisoles with the built-in bra. But oh, I was bi- I was big titted, oh, but God. I hadn't like accepted how big titted I was. So I was rolling around with just like my tits essentially hanging out. A thousand. Yeah. I I don't yeah. know those. Why no, I ever in a million no years thought that that I could wear those, but Zero I cer- certainly did. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the support band is like the strength of a scrunchie. Yes. It's just like you could put a, just a scrunchie around your tits, and then like a camisole strap, <laughs> and then they were like, "Go out into the world, girls!" Like also, someone nothing. was talking about this era recently, and like the layering, and like those camisoles would always be under like a fucking V neck, yes. a V neck sweater or yes. something, just like so. Yes. Yeah, uh, a V neck sweater or like a see through sweater dress. Yes. Which okay, if you've seen the sex in the movie with sex in the city movie with jennifer hudson you know the like outfit she wears when 
when Carrie gives her the ugly purse, she has on this like camisole and then she has like a sweater neck dress over it. Oh, and then like God. a belt, like a giant belt. And I had that exact same outfit. <laughs> I got it from Charlotte Russe. <laughs> the most and it 90s. Was just, it was just made for layering. It's like the most like early oh, 2000. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The layers and layers. <laughs> I was like, you're going to be able to. Yes, that is it. That is it exactly. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. the wide belt, also, the wide, oh, the belt, wide belt. Those, those fucking moment. dresses that have a V that come down do, in the middle of your boobs that you're like, you're why bro- would this ever? This is not something anyone wants to wear. No, yeah, it's only made to be layered. Like you cannot yeah. wear it without something. Well, under and it. that's such an awkward place to put a belt, like right under your boobs. That's not your waist. Yeah. That's your rib cage. <laughs> but that's what we all thought looked good. We were all just like, no, your belt has to be like five inches thick and it should just cover your like entire abdomen, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's an empire waist. Yeah. Oh, oh the God. empire waist. Mm, uh, the old empire. <laughs> yeah, it was a hard day when you realize, like, oh, the camisole doesn't work. I need to actually invest in like bra bras. And bras, so, yeah. yeah. I can't be one of those girls who's just like titty free and out loose. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been trying to get back to that uh, ever since. Yeah, <laughs> I that, was gonna that say, wireless life. I I'm actually back on the wireless life, and I'm like, I think it <laughs> turns out in Me my too. lifetime, I only wore real bras for a cumulative five years. Oh, well, that's not bad. Yeah, when I was in an office, I would like wear real bras, and now that you know, work from home life for almost two years now or whatever, mm-hmm. I've just been like. I'm never going back to wired bras. I've like fully gone the bralette life. Me too. Oh, yeah. shout, I yeah. will shout out parades because they are very are good, they good with like, they are like, they do do well with bigger sizes. What the fuck? They figured Why it have, out. None of us have gotten any of this free fucking underwear. What the hell's going on? I don't, they, look, their thing is, their thing is like, I, I don't know how they choose what random people they'll be like, you get it. Cause it's like, at first I was like, oh, you have to be like popular online and then you get it. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Uh oh. Barbara. One of our computer died. Fucking Uh-oh, it says I'm the host now. In retro. Oh. Mercury retrograde. Oh my God. It did just start. Yeah. I don't know what there the fuck happened. That was so weird. My whole thing just shut off. Sorry. Mercury yeah. retrograde. <laughs> yeah. It was in the middle of talking about free underwear. Whatever. Parade. <laughs> it's parade. They're listening and they're just like, no. Nope. They yeah, were like, like shut it down. Cut it off. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. let's do one more before we go to break. What's a good yes. one here? Um, what is something you've given a lot of thought to lately? Hmm. Oh, God. This is my space going deep. Honestly, I mean, I just moved into a new apartment. So, like, I have put so much thought into, like, my... Because I had to get all new furniture, all new kitchen stuff. I did not know that I could think so much about, like, what a proper dish rack should be. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) just, like, when you're, like, pages deep on Wayfair and Amazon and all, like, Bed Bath & Beyond, and you're just, like... I just need a toilet paper holder and you're like considering 10 different options. Yeah. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. And then it also just starts to feel like you're like hemorrhaging money. Like you just keep yes. having shit to buy. Like you, you think you're done and then. Yeah. yeah. I, I like today I was like, I'm in a good place. And then I was like, I only have one chair. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I like I go through phases where I super obsess over like one item to buy. So I told I did that exactly with a dish rack and I can send you the one that I got. Oh, did you get very one? nice? 
Uh, I did get one. I I have no idea when it'll be here, if it'll fit. Uh, right. I just, I go the like internet package, just like measure it. Let's see, hope it works and we'll see. Yeah. But like, I totally go down those whole, I get it. And when, obviously when you move somewhere new, you're like, yeah. but you want it, if you want that fresh start too, so you want it to be perfect. So of course you're going to obsess and there's so many fucking yeah. options. Well, yeah. And, and then that, like, you like, can't relax if everything else is in place, but then you need a paper towel holder. Yeah. And it's like also because I didn't have any major, like I didn't have, I don't have shelves. I don't have dressers. So I can't even unpack because I don't have anywhere to put my stuff. So I'm just like, I have to think about what wall shelf I want for like 30 hours. (laughs) What's going to do it? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I love this, just be the MySpace thing. Just, I want to quickly share the story. I almost lost my virginity because of a MySpace bulletin. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. And so I just, I just think we need to bring back MySpace. I, there was this like guy in my town where I was growing up who was like the most popular musician, like, you know, the big in the DIY scene guy. I, I grew up in Rockford, Illinois, not a big place. This guy was like the biggest poet, the biggest musician. And we were, of course, MySpace friends, uh, which I was, I I will say I was in high school. So maybe, and he was an adult, but okay. (laughs) This all tracks, unfortunately. (laughs) It does. And he like posted a thing that was like, I need a keyboard for my band. And I was like, this guy's amazing. He's so cool. (laughs) I have a keyboard that my mom bought me when I was in sixth grade that I haven't touched in years. And I hit him up and I was like, if you take this keyboard, will you take my virginity? And then it'll be a story for me. Damn. <laughs> and I was like, I will trade you this keyboard for my virginity. And he was, of course, on board. Uh, yeah. He was, abs- yeah. He was like, uh, yes. <laughs> I like that you're like, I'll trade you. My, like, he was getting two things. He was like, yeah, that's I'll give not you a trade. That's a double yeah, thing. The time I was like, oh my God. So- like, losing my virginity to him would be the coolest story and thing that could ever happen. <laughs> that is I was incredible. Just like, but here's the thing. So, it had, like, I, like, I went over to his place and, like, brought the keyboard. Yeah. And then, like, when it all started happening, he, like, couldn't get hard and was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Like, I, I'm so sorry. Thank God. And he was again like, he was like, how old are you? And I was like, 16. And he was like, I just, I, yeah, no. And I was like, okay. But then I, I was a 16-year-old girl. So I was just like, oh my God, I suck. Like, what happened? Yeah. And then years later, I found out. So like at the same time all of this was happening, he was ironically running for mayor of our town. Oh my God. Which oh anyone my who's from Rockford, Illinois, now suddenly immediately knows who I'm talking about. But <laughs> he was like this artist who was like, as a political statement, I'm running for mayor. And he believed that I was a like honeypot sent by the government to trap him so that he would not win the mayoral race. Um, Also, I want to say he only won like 3% of the vote. Like, I don't think anyone was like, we need to target. No, yeah, no one was like targeting the like, like sarcastic, ironic artist, mayor person. Like, I was going to say, that man's name is Rod Gavoyevich. Oh my god. That is and he like messaged me in my when I was like in my twenties, like seven years later, and was like, I just want you to know like you're a really hot girl and I couldn't get hard because I thought you were a trap sent by Republicans <laughs> or something. And I was not like, because I realized I it was wrong, but because I thought yeah. it was a child. Yeah, you were a child. 
maybe I shouldn't have sex with a 16 year old who's giving me a keyboard on MySpace. But (laughs) actually, that is batshit crazy that he chose to clarify that, and and really shows quite a bit of troubling things. Yeah, it was literally like he he Facebook messaged me one day at like three in the morning, and I was different platform. I was getting to a different. He was trying to. I might, you know, like he was trying to hook up, but right, this was like a follow up. Like we didn't. Oh yeah, of course he was. Yeah, his political career was in shambles. How hot is that to be like? Hey, uh, sorry, I couldn't get hard when, like, really, I when you were a child. Years ago, when you were a child, but uh, that God, men are so stupid sometimes. He fucking Uh, opened up a tab and wrote that message. Yeah, and like he still lives in the same house and everything in Rockford. I was just there and went to visit, and he was just like, "Remember in this room?" And I was like, "I remember, I remember." It was. I left here crying and I went to a diner and met with my friends where I was just like, I must be like so horrifying. Oh like what God. happened? Are you glad that it didn't happen? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I still got a story out of it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would argue, I think this story is probably preferable. <laughs> this, I do think this story For is sure. better than like, oh, I lost my virginity to someone who, and it sucked and he, came after like two seconds and then i yeah. was sad oh my god yeah for, for sure but did he use the sure. keyboard that's the real question he did yeah. he actually did he did t- when he hit me up he was like by the way i still have that keyboard i still use it on tour oh my god uh, and then he like recently told me that he like set it on fire at some show he was like it was like a rock star thing i like burned it and like yeah and I was you know like, someone's okay. a rock star when they're like you know it was like a rock star thing yeah, when they totally tell, when they have to clarify why they burn we a keyboard, we're just doing rock star like, shit. Oh, yeah. You know, just rock star that shit. That is funny because it. it's like you know you oh, think of like man. you think of slamming a guitar, but I guess you have to go another level with a keyboard and be like, let me just set yeah. this on fire. Let me just you gotta yeah because those don't yeah. burn easily. You gotta like cover that <laughs> and you gotta get supplies. Green Day used to set uh, drums kits on fire at the end of every show, which is Who? very pricey. St- Green Day. Oh wow. Yeah. Back in like the early aughts and stuff, very pricey stuff. That's very. <laughs> yeah, that costs. Do you a lot. think that they maybe? Yeah. Okay, did we see them play the drums before they set them on fire, or were they prop yeah. drums? No, they Ooh. were the, they were their drums. But a lot of a lot of like uh, bands, like they'll have like drum kits that they either like rent or buy just for those individual shows. And at that time, they were so big they could buy a cheap right. Drum. Every I mean, time. And yeah. Green Day's drum parts yeah. aren't so crazy that they need like a a fancy rig of any kind. Yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. know what? I like don't like that though, set. and like I just don't like it. Like I don't like yeah. when people are mean to equipment. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. Like I don't like I going on do, a stand-up yeah. show when someone starts doing weird shit with the mic. It makes me nervous. I don't. Yeah, I'm like that's that costs a lot of money. Yeah. You gotta be careful with that. <laughs> like I, you know, you live in a money tree. No, microphones are expensive. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Well, we um, all I'll- learned a lesson here. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, my friend Dave Irish, who actually came over the other day. And he, because of everything with COVID and everything, he gave me a microphone to bring to stand up shows for myself because he works in music and he's always been disgusted at how we we share microphones. And he was like, in a post COVID world, I refuse to know that you were doing that anymore. And he gave (laughs) me it. He gave me a little Shure SM58. So wow! Nice. Shout out! That is so I, cool! I love it. I'm gonna decorate it and be that I, person. Yeah, yeah. I, can't those, wait. I have those little microphone <laughs> condoms. 
Yeah. <laughs> that I use. I don't care. I'm like, I share our germs. Yeah. I feel like. I, yeah. Um, At this point, like, I feel like even when I, like, I'll put the microphone condom on and then the next comic will just keep it on there. And I'm like, that defeats the purpose. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Comics are disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm back to smoking weed at parties and stuff. I don't know. I, so I, I mean, <laughs> I never stop smoking weed. I always do it. But I, I got into COVID. I got into just like rolling a lot of like pre-rolls so Cute. that I can give people their own joints. So that's like what I typically do now is like I'll use cones and then I can just be like, here, just take your own. And I'll roll shorty ones so that I can be like, oh, just, yeah, just take this little tiny one if you don't want to like smoke a full joint. But that mm-hmm. way, because I just don't like sharing because people get the blood, they get it wet. They get like the tip of it wet. And I just am very particular about like the texture of my like crutch on my joints. I understand. Yeah. I understand. I've just been smoking weed with strangers for a very long time. And my level yeah. of tolerance is disgustingly high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I was at a festival in Boston like two weekends ago. And it was like a weed festival in Boston Commons. And I was just like sharing bowls with every goddamn See? stranger just like i mean a weed festival like yeah. what? oh what weed we festival how cute is that <laughs> i used to live off the boston commons that's where i uh, i used to smoke weed in the boston commons like every night yeah <laughs> i will say ashley's yeah. like a fucking incredible her she rolls beautiful joints <gasps> you do and like, I, I do wait i just looked at i have to show because i feel like tess will very uh, appreciate this they're like beautiful and oh like God, so signature <gasps> i would say signature Ashley. Ashley, yes. those, wow. Yeah, Damn. so like those the whole presentations that you shared, those are like my baby bitch joints. Oh, right, right. And those are like the little ones I'll hand out to people when I'm like, I don't want you to smoke what I'm, so just take this. Like, here's oh a little God. bit. Yeah. And you have a cute yeah, little like, like old timey just... cigarette case for them. It's too Oh, cute. yeah. I have like a cigarette case. I have one of those like, you know, like long cigarette holders, like breakfast at Tiffany's things. I have like all, I have like little ring joint holders. <laughs> I love weed accessories and like making it cute because I feel like for so long people were like stoners are like gross men who do like resin hits out of, you know, like Gatorade bottles. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. Do you know what we're called, Ashley? Because I used to be a cannabis blogger. That's we're stiletto stoners. <laughs> oh, God. <Ew. laughs> Yeah, that's like girls who are like really into like girly weed products and have exactly all the things that you just described. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Uh, I mean, I do have this like I have a like a so it, it looks like a champagne bottle. But it like comes apart, like the top comes off, and then all these joints pop out. Oh, that's cool! And oh my God. I'll fill it with pre rolls, and I bring that to parties instead of like a bottle of alcohol. I'll just be like, boom! Everybody grab that a joint, and amazing. people what love a great it. Party gift, damn, that's great. Exactly, <laughs> and that that does feel very stiletto stoner to me. Exactly, I love that. it's very definition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God! All right, we're gonna take another break. We'll be right back in a second, everybody. Baby. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. And I'm Tess. And we're here with Ashley Ray. Okay. Hey. Let's do some lady problems. If you want to send one to us, you can email us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. 
you can also give us a call at 323-6-BUT-30. And we're trying to get to, we're, you know, we have a lot down the pipe. So don't feel like we're never going to get to you. But we're just trying to get everybody's done. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Hi, ladies. I'm just going to go straight to this because my last call failed and it's a lot to uh, put into two minutes. Um, so this is a lady problem that I've been dealing with for a while. Um, and I'm just feeling particularly guilty recently. So I play this video game, um, and this video game is where I've met a lot of my closest friends. Um, and this past summer, I met this guy named Charlie on this video game, and we, like, super hit it off. We became best friends almost immediately. And then it became more than that. It became, like, I live in Ohio. He lives in California. So there was the distance, but we would talk every single day. We would we started sexting, we started doing, you know, phone sex, we did all that stuff, we sent pictures, videos, um, and on top of that, we were, like, telling each other that we loved each other, and it was going really well, I thought, and then we're talking to one of his friends from real life one day, and he mentions that Charlie's getting married in three weeks, and I didn't know that he was even engaged or dating somebody, so I was like, what the fuck, and he's like, I love you, and I thought about canceling my wedding for you, but I just can't, I love her too much. Um, so long story short, I now play the game still with Charlie and his wife plays with us now. And I just have this like overwhelming feeling of guilt. Like, should I tell her that he cheated on her? Like we never slept together, but it's still cheating. And like, if I do tell her, is it because I feel bad for her? Because I do. And I want her to know. Um, but also could it be because I still love Charlie and it's like a little bit of selfishness. Like I know Charlie and I can never be together, but there's still a part of me that is like, I I love him, but also I don't want her to have to deal with a cheater. So let me know what you think. Sorry, that was a lot. Ooh. Oh, no, Ooh. that is a Charlie problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a Charlie problem. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, okay. I mean. Um, I, okay, guys, stop. I'm just here. St- you got to stop playing this video game with these people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First yeah, of all, you, you have got to stop engaging with him and his wife. Yeah. Yes. Like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because from her perspective, too, right now, if you do say something, she's going to be like, what the fuck? You've been like playing a video game with me. And this has, you know, it's like now you know her, too. It's like you just got to get away from both of them. I mean, I yeah. think like it's I'm rereading it and it's like. Yeah, he he mentioned he's getting married in three weeks, and it's like, wait, what? And it's like, I love you. I thought about canceling my wedding for you. And then she goes, so long. No, story, he didn't. So long story no, short, I now play the game with Charlie and his wife. <laughs> there was yeah, a there huge. <laughs> I think we missed yeah. most of Act Two. Like yada yada yada. Yeah, when you found out, yeah, when you found out he was getting married, why weren't you immediately like, don't ever talk to me again? I'm done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think un- but like, unfortunately, fine. that's like. I get not wanting to do that. Obviously, you still like this guy. And, you know, I I I feel like I haven't been in this exact situation before, but I feel like I've been adjacent to it. And, like, 
you like him, you like the flirtation, you're kind of like a little excited now probably with the wife thing because it's like, whoa, like it's this extra level of, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think really like you got to cut him out. I mean, he's a, pa- he, I hope you're pissed at what he did to you because that's like, he, yeah. he did yes. something really and shitty. It, yeah. yeah, and I feel incredibly like, shitty. I feel like maybe you're putting a lot of emotion into what he's doing and thinking it like was the basis of real concern or care for you. But really it's that men will have phone sex and have like online relationships with people because they like the attention. And it's like the equivalent of looking at porn for them. Like it's not, you know, it's not real for them. It's fucked up, but it's like, yeah, it's it's shitty. Yeah, because yeah, it's not they're not thinking about the real person on the other end of that. They're just kind of, yeah, getting caught up, I think, in the, you know, the yeah. sex and the, you know, instant gratification of it all. Now, I hope well, yeah. like, I don't like, know how you're going to even <coughs> were you even going to find this out if his friend hadn't said anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, of course Did not. You, no, yeah. he was going to so, keep sexting you. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yes. I hope she's able to extricate herself. Like, I don't know how these, like, video game groups work. Like, do you think she'll be able to not play with them but still keep her other friends? Because I think that would suck for yeah. her to lose all of these friends that she's made. I don't know. I mean, that's I, true. If you if you play with a group of people, honestly, I think you should all and, – and, like, they're part of the group. I think you should tell him, hey, look, I'm not comfortable with you being a part of this anymore. So I think you and your wife need to go somewhere yes. else. Like, I don't yeah. think you That's, need to sacrifice. I feel the same way. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like she could set that boundary. Yeah, and, and Charlie's like, probably going to listen to you because – He fucking yeah, owes you that he's gonna have to. Yeah, he's going to have to explain to his wife, like, yeah. why don't we play that game with them again anymore? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it sounds like this guy – it's like if you're playing this game with somebody you were just sexting with, you don't care if you get caught or like he's he knows he's going to get caught yeah. someday, too. That's true. Maybe he wants to get caught. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. And it's but- not so much that he has feelings for this other girl so much as like he's trying to find a way out of this other relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds yeah, like exactly. such a mess, like-, like the Icarus level of having yeah. your wife play a video game with a woman you were sexting with. How do you not like how do you not lose your mind? Men That's... will do that. They, I mean, I just, I've been watching uh, American Crime Story impeachment about Monica oh, Lewinsky. <laughs> and like, Isn't she talks amazing? about how when she, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. It's amazing. And they talk yeah. about like when Monica was in college, I guess she dated a married guy that she didn't know was married. And then he was like, why don't you become friends with my wife? It'll make it easier to have you around. And yeah. she did it. And I was like, oh, girl. So no. French. Okay. I listened to the yes. Slow Burn podcast about the uh, the Monica Lewinsky, Clinton stuff. And, like, I didn't realize, I guess because I was a kid, like, it was hot. Super Ooh, sexy. The part where she like is the, the tie gets cut off. What is it? She cuts off the tie and sends it to him in an envelope. What what happens? Do you know the? Oh, they haven't they haven't gotten to that. Okay, okay, that's There's not in the t- show yet. Okay, yeah, it's very sexy. Okay, some. I thought it was sexy when he was like walking around the White House and she's like flashing her whale tail thong at him. She's like, yeah. oh, hey, I was like, ah, of yes, course. Girl. I mean, of course it was. Se- it's like literally, you're that is like you're at the. P- 
pinnacle of like we shouldn't be doing this. That is exactly you're yeah. fucking in the Oval Office. I like I one thousand. Bill Clinton is obviously such a sleazebag, but I one thousand percent understand it from Monica Lewinsky's POV. Yeah, one thousand. She's I mean, yeah, I she's like twenty two. What do you expect? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like you're not you like during office hours when there's like secret service outside. <laughs> right now, I have it. Oh, Brandy, you froze. Um, uh oh. I, I I'm still I'm still talking. Okay, yeah. yeah, we can still hear you. I have okay, admitted yeah. this before in this podcast, but I'll admit it again because because it's been a while in case we have any new listeners. <sighs> when the cigar thing happened, mm-hmm. I did not know that it was a sexual encounter of the sort that it was. I thought that she was being sexy with a cigar. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, like a, like, like a Groucho. Groucho Marx. Like, oh, hey, I don't baby. know what hey, my, my teen brain thought, but it was something like that. No idea that it was insertion or that something actually sexual happened oh with God. it. But I That's mean, I, okay, a comedian. I literally am just right now finding out about this. Like, I kind of remember something about a cigar. And he apparently, Clinton, like, but I don't fucked her with a cigar. He blasted her with a cigar, which, like, in your defense, Babs, that's so much weirder than just being sexy with a cigar. <laughs> yeah. yeah was, did he there? keep it? Did he keep it wrapped in plastic? I hope. Or, like, I hope I they didn't hope. cut it, right? Yeah, like keep it wrapped or it had yeah. to be wrapped. It had, it had to, to be. be still wrapped. Do we think it was a Cuban? Like it wasn't just like a bodega cigar. No. Not no it definitely sure. was like a Cuban, like hard to find. Like yeah, he was like, this is embargoed. Like, dignitary gave to him or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a definitely an, a, an extremely illegal embargo. Yeah, like or that, that was the like president stole, can't yeah. say that he has, or but. that was like stolen from the grave of like Castro's parents in Cuba yeah. just for Clinton. Like it's something like that. Yeah, it was a CIA op to get him the cigar right, that he put right. inside of Malinsky. Yeah. Perfect. But okay, back to Charlie. Um, back to Charlie. Okay, yes, back to Charlie because Charlie I do feel problem. like yes, I feel yes. like with Charlie we have a little bit of a Bill Clinton problem. And it's the, a little similar. It's yeah. a little similar. And so I think you need to, you are Monica Lewinsky. So you need to go off and have a successful purse career, become <laughs> yes, a feminist powerhouse and mm-hmm. never um, pay this guy mind again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. owes you that much to leave the, the group of friends yeah. and yeah. And look, so that you can still play. And I realize that yeah. the advice we're giving to you is like very, very hard to follow through on because yes. you obviously like yeah. him. You're obviously like probably, you know, you're into communicating with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know it's going to be hard, but it's going to be better for you. It's going to be better for, you know, like, I don't think you need to tell this the wife anything. No. I think you just need to extricate, get him yeah. out, get him yeah. out of this situation. Don't don't put yourself through that. It's not fair to you to have to deal with that. So, well, and I also think there's like an addiction to the drama that yes. he has brought into yes. the situation. So you also like bringing in the wife also heightens the drama and it also makes him say how he feels about you. Right. So it's not about actually making her feel better. It, it is like still in that addictive cycle, I think of like continuing to keep that connection together. And like the best thing you can do is just fucking cut them both out, go play something else, you know, or tell them to go play something else. 
and just never yeah. speak block block them and never speak to to speak to either one of them again. I definitely remember when I was younger confusing that drama for like feelings because you're like, yeah. it feels mm-hmm. so yes. intense. It must mean that all this. Yeah. And it like, must yeah. mean we care about. I have songs like, now no. that make me remind m- reminded of this situation. It must be real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this guy was just a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and 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 what he what they exactly. did to you. There's there's a thing called love bombing, which is like when you somebody first meets and they just like like just pummel you with like i love you i text you i'm like you know it's just all yeah all the attention and gratification you could ever want so you get addicted to it and then it's like that's that that becomes the cycle of it and that's what it sounds like kind of happened she was like we became friends immediately and then it turned to this immediately yes yeah it sounds like there it is so i'm sorry but no bye bye charlie Bye, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to go. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do think yeah. that's the other like side of the coin of the like, he's just not that into you coin is actually mm-hmm. people just need to remember their frame. He's just a fucking dick. That's, yeah. that's all it yeah. is. That's he's, all just, it is. he's just dealing with his own goddamn problems and yeah. wants to make you part of those problems. Yeah. 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 Sorry, ma'am. You encountered yet another asshole. <laughs> yeah. That's a great follow Sadly. up. To that. He's just <laughs> Oh, well, Ashley, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It was awesome to... Thank you. This was so awesome. Um, yes. Like I said, you guys can check out our show. It's the second Thursday of every month. So our next one is tomorrow, October 14th at the Airliner. It's so much fun. We've been having a blast. Um, and tell everybody where they can find you online and find all of your stuff. Yeah, uh, probably Twitter is where everybody loves to follow me at the Ashley Ray. Two E's in the because I got suspended, but the, my new account is the Ashley Ray uh, or Instagram the Ashley Ray with one E. Or just go to my website theashleyray.com. Awesome, thank you, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, bye, bye. Three, two, three, six, but thirty. It's six, but thirty somewhere. Hi, ladies. Uh, this is Madeline, friend of Brandy, uh, New York City comedian. Um, I uh, I recently listened to your episode with Sophia Benoit, and I just wanted to say that it made me rewatch George of the Jungle, and it, like, awakened all these memories within me. Uh, I now grew up to be a gay woman, but it's like, if, if I ever could be with any man, it would be Brendan Fraser in George of the Jungle, uh, because he's just something so hot. And he wears a dress better than, like, anyone else in the world. And it's actually a really good movie. And Leslie Mann is really comforting in it. And the part where he's with the horses and the dudes are like, what's up with chicks and horses? I don't know. This is just a plug for 1997 film George of the Jungle. Um, Also, on your most recent episode, The Lady Problem, I just wanted to say I went through something. I have been going through something really similar with the stomach problems and the having to get an endoscopy and, like, you know, it's so frustrating and it's so annoying. And um, I think that it's very common for like women to not be listened to at the doctor. So, you know, I just wanted to say to the listener to try to find a doctor who's really taking your problems seriously, because I've had these stomach problems on and off for like 10 years. And, you know, recently found out it was like a really a serious problem, but lots of times we'll just chalk it up to anxiety or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's good if you can go to a doctor who's actually listening to you because doctors often are not really listening to women. So yeah, good luck. And you know, if you don't want to drink, people should not be shitty to you about that. Anyway, I love your podcast. Hello to all of you. Have a good day. Bye. Hi ladies. I just watched, well, 
Well, not watch. I guess I just listened to your most recent episode where um, you asked what is the most funniest real name you know. Um, and I just wanted to share that my dentist, when I was in fifth grade, name was Dr. Harry Peach. Um, and he was a hairy-ass Italian guy who would stick his fucking fingers in my mouth. Um, and yeah, that's all I could think of. Um, also, my mom had a peer in high school whose name was Donna Swallow Roach. Um, and that came with, you know, all the jokes you can imagine about what swallowing could be and then eating roaches. So, yeah, there you go.